Well, good morning, everyone, or afternoon. I say good morning everywhere. I just, you're used to it as a priest. I'll be in, like, the grocery store. I'm like, good morning. It's, like, 8 at night. Okay. So today we celebrate Father's Day and Corpus Christi. And a little bit tacky, but I just couldn't help think this. I was praying this week, of course, looking forward to today and preparing. And I thought, well, it's Corpus Christi and it's Father's Day. And I was like, oh my gosh, when you put those two together, you get dad bods. (laughs) Corpus Christi, (laughs) Father's Day, come on. I was like... Today, I was like, oh my gosh, Sunday is like, it's dad bod Sunday. (laughs) That's completely disgusting, right? If you don't know what a dad bod is yet, you'll find out later in life. Dads, I do today, what I want to do is we celebrate Father's Day. Of course, today we have even the more profound mystery of the Eucharist. And what I want to do today is I want to show you and I want to invite you to see how the Eucharist calls us as men to something incredibly profound. That's kind of where I want to go today. Uh, The church, today's honestly, it's a little bit strange. If you study the history of religions, if you study the history of philosophy, the general movement of of religious people and of deep thinkers is to move away from the flesh. And so Plato, for instance, Plato believed that the body was a prison for your soul. And that the body kind of keeps us weighed down and holds us in earthly things. And that the soul is meant to soar up to the heavenly realms. And so for Plato, death is never a sad thing. Death is a moment for Plato of great joy. Because for spiritual people, right, our soul can then ascend to the heavenly realms. The The only people who really celebrate the flesh, brothers and sisters, traditionally, are hedonists. And that's our culture. Our culture we live in right now is a hedonistic culture. It's, it's almost like the prodigal son, right? In the, in the story of the prodigal son, where he is in a far land and he feeds the pigs. Our culture revels in sensuality and it almost worships the body. The first point today is that Christian, what Jesus did when the word became flesh, right? Today, the, we celebrate the true presence of the body of Christ in the Eucharist. What Jesus did when he did that is he broke down that dichotomy. Is that now truly spiritual and truly religious people who love God, we don't escape the flesh. The flesh is healed and purified and even united to God. But the fact that the church has a feast day where we celebrate a body 
would have struck ancient people very, in a very strange way. But like I said, today what I want to do is I want to talk about, dads, how this calls us to something really profound and great. The normal thing for us is we want to escape the flesh. We want to be spiritual people. But the word, right, and this is what our sanctuary says, if you don't know, at verbum caro factum est, and the word became flesh. Caro is flesh. God wants to enter into what is human, into what has matter, and he wants to transform and elevate it. Profound things. So when I was in seminary, my first year, some of you have heard this story, but when you, when you, those of you who are going to become priests, when you enter seminary, you won't have any money. And I didn't really have money to buy gifts for my family for Christmas. And so I made a slideshow. I went through all my parents' photos. I found thousands of photos I sorted through them, I looked through all of them, and I picked out a ton of them, and I scanned them, and I made a slideshow. And today on Father's Day, there's one song that I put in that slideshow, right at the moment, kind of in the story where my parents got married, and when they first had my older brother. Um, And there's an old song called, I Am a Family Man. I love this song. So it says this, it says, I am a family man. I traded in my Mustang for a minivan. This is not where I was, this is not what I was headed for when I began. I love that line. I traded in my Mustang for a minivan. And that, that slideshow I did for my family, my dad's a car guy. My, my dad, he had a Porsche 911. And when him and my mom got married and they had my older brother, they, he sold his Porsche and he bought a Subaru. Just, I know you're all very jealous. <laughs> but he did. And here's my first challenge to you dads today. And for those of you who will become fathers, on the natural level... The way God made us men. And, this, if, and if I forget this line, I just want to say this right now. Today, the way I want to tie today's feast to fatherhood is this. Jesus, it wasn't enough that he loved us. Jesus made his very life and his body to become food for us. And dads, today's feast day should challenge us that in our life, we are called to become food for others. And this happens first on the natural level. So on the natural level, guys, like I've, I've worked a lot with young men in my life. And, and what happens with us when we're young men is we're just kind of dudes, right? That was my dad. I, I, just, I told the last mass, I was like, my dad was just kind of a dude. Uh, and so the young men I know, right, they're just, they're playing video games and they're uh, kind of just a mess. And they're doing their own thing. And what happens is that when they fall in love, and especially when they have children, 
God, even on a natural level, calls you to be someone who is for others. God calls you to be a man who is for others. To provide for others. And here's what happens. You all know it, right? God, I know you, you young men, you're all so cool. God is going to make you totally lame. <laughs> He's going to do that to you. And thank God for that. That's what's going to happen. One of these days, you're going to have a dad bod. Welcome to real life. You're going to trade in your Mustang and you're going to get a minivan. You're going to have jokes that no one thinks are funny. <laughs> this, is what's, this is your destiny. Embrace it now. Right? And in our gospel today, this is so profound, brothers and sisters. In our gospel today, in Luke chapter 9, this is what I want to show you. Is that it's almost like the gospel story today is a natural thing. Of course, Jesus performs a supernatural miracle, but I'll, I'll explain it in a second. But today's miracle of the feeding of the 5,000, Jesus provides ordinary bread that will point to the Eucharist, which is supernatural and mystical. And so today, what I want to point you fathers to and all of you men is that there's a natural level where God brings us to live for others, but that is meant to point you even deeper. It's meant to point you just like today's miraculous multiplication points to the very flesh and blood of Christ. Natural fatherhood is meant to point us towards the supernatural love of God. We'll get there. So today, if you didn't hear that, Luke 9, we would be deaf and blind not to hear this, is that Jesus' miracle today is an anticipation of the Last Supper. So at the end of the, of the miracle today, Jesus has the crowd sit down in groups of 50. And they did so. And they made them all sit down. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven, blessed and broke them, and gave them to the disciples to set before the crowd. These are the same words Jesus will use. This is Luke chapter 9. Same words in Luke 22, where Jesus gives us his flesh and blood. And so today is, is an anticipation of the Last Supper. Jesus is preparing the apostles and the crowds for the greater gift of the, of the Holy Eucharist. And here's what I want to get to today, dads. Natural fatherhood is meant to transform you into something supernatural. And so the, what, we, what we celebrate today and what our sanctuary says in Latin, God, right, the word becomes flesh. But what I want to propose to you also is that in the Eucharist, the flesh becomes a word. In the Eucharist, the flesh is a word. And that was our second reading. 
And this is so powerful. Today, when you receive the Eucharist, when you come forward to receive the true flesh and blood of Jesus Christ, I hope you hear a word. Today in 1 Corinthians 11, St. Paul, he finishes up, he gives the words of institution, right? He recounts the Last Supper. This is my body, which is for you. And at the very end of today's reading, the last line, St. Paul says, as often as you drink this or eat this bread and drink the chalice, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. As often as you eat this bread and drink the chalice, you proclaim the Lord's death. Brothers and sisters, the bread that we receive from this altar is a word. Because the Eucharist is the crucifixion of Christ. And the cross, brothers and sisters, the cross of Jesus, ironically and powerfully, the moment that the word is silenced, right, the moment of Jesus' death, he is silent. That moment is the most powerful word he ever spoke. As often as you eat this bread and drink the chalice, you proclaim the Lord's death. When you receive the Eucharist today, the true flesh of Jesus Christ, you also receive a word. The word of the cross. And I pray that you hear that word. And I love when, as Paul recounts the Last Supper in this reading today, he says this, and it's quoting Jesus, right? This is my body, which is for you. I hope you hear that today when you receive the Eucharist. And Dad's very simple to connect the dots here, isn't it? The first thing that God does to us when you fall in love with that beautiful woman, right? God tricks you into marriage just like he tricked me into priesthood, right? We always used to say that in seminary. I'm sure it's true of marriage too, right? You, there's this beautiful woman and you're just like, oh my gosh, we are just going to kiss forever. And that's all we'll do. It's like that, right? Okay. But... But what happens, right, is, is God calls you into your vocation and you begin to feel like you're losing your life. And I hope you do. The purpose of fatherhood, the purpose of your life, gentlemen, is for you to be able to say to the people you love, this is my life. This is my body, which is for you. Which is for you. This is the logic of the gospel. 
The one who seeks his own life will lose it, but the one who loses his life for my sake will find it. Dads, your life is called to be a word. And your wife and your children, there when they, the day you die, right? women tend to out, outlive men, not always, of course. But when you're gone, they should look at you and they should say, my father, my husband, his life was a word. Just as that moment speaks to me more powerfully and to all of us, the death of Christ is a word that speaks more powerfully than any audible word he ever spoke. This is God's word. And by that word, I know that I am loved. I know that my life has a meaning and a purpose. I know that there is right and wrong because of the word of the cross. And I also know that there are things worth suffering for. Father God, thank you for your word. Dads, what's your word? And what's your word to your kids? There's the small, everyday things that are so important. I think of my dad growing up, and I think of him, the fun moments like where he taught me how to throw a curveball, and I was like so cool before I became, had a dad bod and became old and lame. That was an amazing moment. He taught me how to throw a curveball. There were the harder moments where he was teaching me how to drive and I thought I might kill my own father. And those things happen, right? But underneath that, are you teaching your family that they are loved, that God is real, that there is wisdom in Jesus Christ, this is our calling. So Lord, today on Father's Day, Jesus, the Eucharist is a gift greater than we could possibly imagine. Jesus, the word you give me in the sacrifice of the Mass, is beyond words. And it has changed my life forever. Lord, today, may all of us, may we receive the word of the Eucharist, the word of the cross. Lord, if anyone here does not know the love that is poured out on, on this altar, Jesus, may you flood their souls today. And Lord, may our fathers, through the Eucharist, Lord, may they too become a word.